It's time for Breathe Again Magazine, the radio show. A moment of hope, inspiration, and solutions. Listen to real-life testimonies from women and men just like you who have gone from victim to victorious. Sit back, listen, connect in the chat room, and share the show with a friend. Here's your host, author, and motivational speaker, Nicole Cleveland. Hello, 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 and welcome to Breathe Again, the radio show. I am your host, Nicole Cleveland, and we come to you and bring you victorious testimonies of faith from individuals just like you, those that have gone through the fire, come out the fire, and they're here to share their story so that you don't feel like you're alone and you're, you know, you don't know which way to go. So we bring you these stories so you can be encouraged, motivated, and inspired because trouble does not last always. It doesn't last always. And so we're just here to share these stories of faith with you so you know that there is an expected end and there is hope. Today my guest is cheat and abandon their family. Damage people, damage people. Raul, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? I can, I can. Thank you so much for joining us on tonight. Um, we're so excited. I'm excited to just jump in here and talk about this book because, honey, honey, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you so uh, let's, you're more than welcome. Let's talk a little bit. Let's go back. Let's talk about why you wrote the book because your first book was confessions of a cheating man and so then you brought in the bed of a broken man um to light you took pen to paper and you published in the bed of broken man why wasn't confessions enough because when i wrote confessions of a cheating man i basically bragged about cheating um I, I really didn't heal. I was I was still cheating. Actually, um, when I wrote Confessions of a Cheating Man, I was still a cheater. Um, but I was writing down the things that I was doing. I was I first started writing like poetry about what I was doing. I used to go to poetry clubs and and I would recite you know poetry about me being a cheater. Um, yeah, people gave me claps and all that stuff. But deep down inside, I was a broken man. But I try to disguise it um, poetically, but but mm-hmm. I had problems. So I wrote Confessions of a Cheating Man based on that. Um, but it wasn't a healing. It wasn't a healing. It was just a mm-hmm. aggravating um, the issue. Um, so I had to come back with um, In the Bed of a Broken Man to let women, to come from the woman's perspective, to let women know that they're sleeping with broken men. And unfortunately, broken men break you know break women if they're not strong. So um, my wife was this was the wife's response to confessions of a cheating man, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Um, thank you so much for um, sharing that with us. Um, before we jump, jump in, because I, I tell you, I got so many notes in this book right here, and I'll tell you, this is most likely going to have to be a two-part. We cannot get all of this done in in one session. It's sort of like uh, someone laying on somebody's couch. It just can't be done in one session. <laughs> so we're going <laughs> okay. to we're gonna have to have a part two um, to this. 
Well, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about who you are? How would you uh, describe yourself? Um, well, I, I consider myself to be like uh, um, I'm a regular person. I, I just happen to be an author, and I write well. Um, um, I write plays. Um, I was I was born in New York. I was born in New York, and in New York, I had like a, a wild life. But I was all always a writer. I used to rap and everything and then turn it into poetry. And then I ended up coming to Virginia. And that's when my life really started propelling uh, because I started taking my life more serious, started writing more. And I, I'm, I'm just a normal person. I'm, I'm an author. I'm a playwright. Um, it's not too much about me. I'm, um, I'm a hard worker. I'm a go-getter. And these are my stories uh, because I'm a change man, and every day I'm changing because now my relationship with God is is better than it was. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I will consider myself good. to be a conscious, yeah, a conscious and a God fearing individual. Not too much, yeah. and you know, ain't, ain't too much about me. I'm I'm just a simple person. <laughs> you a hustler. That's what you are. You is a hustler. <laughs> you make it happen. You really do. So yeah, thank you. raw. Thank you. Where where did that name come from? What what is raw? Raw. Well, my cousin gave me that name um, uh-huh. from you know my demeanor. He said I had a raw demeanor, so he used to call me raw. But it happened to actually be abbreviations of my name, Raja E. Abdullah Wahid. That's that's my Muslim name. That's um, I'm a Muslim, so that's my name. And the R A W is the abbreviations of it. So, but I also like to say that ready, able, and willing to change. So there's so many things you can use for R A W. It's not just raw like raw like meat. You can use it for mm-hmm. other <laughs> your acronyms. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, And you also, listeners, if you're out there and you're listening right now, I want to encourage you to go online and I want you to go go connect with Raw. Go connect with him. Um, He is out here. He is hustling. He really is. And he is spreading the news and sharing his story and being transparent in his brokenness and what he had to endure and what he went through in the process. And and you know what? It, it's kind of hard to, to listen to, especially if you've been cheated on. But I tell you, listeners, I just want you to have an open mind when you're reading the book and when you are learning more about him and, and really understanding why um, some men, not all men, but some men do what they do. And, uh, Raul, how can they contact you? Uh, what's your website address? Well, the website is www four the number four my sons s o n s publishing dot com. Um, you can reach me online, yeah, for my sons publishing, or they can you know reach me on Facebook, uh, Raja E Abdullah A B D U L A, um, and I'm on also off the Raja E on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And all of uh, the links will be connected to the show as well. And listeners, if you follow me, if you're connected with me, I'll be posting all of his links as well, as well. So just let's jump right into the book. Um, I'm going to start, I'm going to read excerpts, and I'm going to ask you to actually talk a little bit about 
why you wrote what you wrote, why you felt the way that you felt. Um, what are some of the things that uh, women can can be looking for and you know, just breaking it down as far as what they're seeing and maybe they need to move on, maybe they need to walk away. And um, so I, I'm going to ask you all those questions on today. The first thing I okay. want to read is an excerpt, and it says, I want to be as honest as possible with this confession. I didn't leave my wife each day with the intentions to cheat on her. Sometimes it just happened. At least this is what I told myself. And so I read that and I said, hmm. Mm-mm. I understand you didn't leave with the intentions of cheating on her, but it just doesn't happen, right? Isn't it? It's kind of premeditated. You got to set it up. It just you just don't decide oh, yeah. to be in a bed with another woman, right? Am I right or no? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's it's okay. um that was somewhat of a justification for my action because I uh-huh. said I want to be honest. I want to be honest. I didn't. You know, I didn't have the intentions to go out and cheat every day. It just happened. Well, at least that's what I told myself. Meaning that was a justification right there. Like, I knew that day I was going to meet so-and-so. Um, I planned mm-hmm. to meet I planned to meet A, and we went to B, and then C happened. All that was, mm-hmm. like you said, premeditated. Um, yeah. of, of course you meet people. You don't. You don't um, know who you're going to meet that day um, other than who you plan to meet, but you run into people, you get numbers, and, and your intentions, you know, for the most part, our intentions be down the line to to get intimate with the young lady. Um, I know that was my intentions. Um, I didn't need too many friends, so... I can act like I wanted to be your friend at that time, but I knew my intentions mm-hmm. was to get you down the line. And, and, and yeah. that was a disease mentality that I had at that time. Yeah. Um, so I read the book. I read the book from cover to close. And I will say <laughs> that, it, it, yeah, it read like a novel. I'll tell you, Raw, I had to take breaks someday. Sometimes, sometimes I had to say, ooh, wow. this is a little bit much. I will have to take a break and then come back to it. Um, but it definitely, it was real raw, open, and it is what it is, and it is your story. Um, so I mm-hmm. want to thank you for your transparency because it's your story. Mm-hmm. Love it, like it, or leave it, it's your story. Um, let's talk about the confession because, listeners, the book is set up like um, confessions. So he gives confessions of what he's done and why he's done it, and he's being very transparent. So confession number nine, Raw, says men do cry in the dark. And then you say a sad soul is always up past midnight crying. Can you break that down for me? Yeah, okay. Men um, got a lot of pride. Mm-hmm. Men got a lot of pride. But we also have a conscience. We also have a conscience. And and sometimes we, you know, it stings our conscience what we're doing to our wives. It, it it really do bother us. But we when we when we cheat and, and the wife stays and, and she submits to it in a sense, we tend to have control. We see, we love the control that we have. Like, I'm doing this, and she's still not going to leave. So we still mm-hmm. love that control. But we also see how sad she is, and it affects mm-hmm. us. But we can't let you know that it affects us because then we will appear weak. 
See, we don't like to appear weak, even though we are. When we cheat, we already have become weak. But we have to pretend that we're strong and look. Yo, I'm running this. I'm running this. We have to always have that demeanor. But at night, when I say at night, it don't literally have to be at night, like a nighttime. Right, right. But I understand. behind closed doors, behind closed doors, oh, man, what I'm doing to her is bothering me. That's mm. when we have a conscience. It gets so bad that but you it, keep it, doing it. Darkens, <laughs> yeah, it darkens, it darkens our heart. And once it darkens our heart, we no longer have the consciousness or the care that we're hurting our wives. That's wow, why we end up wow. abandoning. Yeah, we end up abandoning our family. Mm. So, what was it? What led you to cheat? Um, because cheating—it's a choice, and you loved your wife, but you still did it. And it was—you said you didn't enjoy the chase because. You enjoyed easy women, and you got them, and they were easy, and um, you didn't have to chase after them and wine them and dine them. You had a lot of people that just gave it up to you. What mm-hmm. was it that kept drawing you away from your home? I be, I always look for excuses in her, like what, she wasn't doing this. She wasn't doing mm-hmm. But that wasn't the truth. My wife was doing everything that I asked her to do and more. The the root cause and and, and I've I've recently learned this, um, by writing a book, um and, and, and really finding this out within myself. The root cause of me cheating was disobedience. Not being aligned with God. See, a lot of people don't want to hear the the, the, the truth. They think it's just a religious um, religious talk, but it's real. If we don't respect God, because God gives us laws to live by, and if we don't obey them laws, what makes a woman think that we're going to obey the laws of a relationship mm. or a marriage? Mm-hmm. We're not. Nobody can justify committing adultery. There's no justification. I don't care if your wife said, don't touch me. For the whole, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a reason you got to find out why she don't want you to touch her. And, mm-hmm. and and that can result to a divorce, yes. But nothing justifies you going out, sleeping with somebody else, why you married? I can't justify mm-hmm. it. I couldn't justify it. I de- uh, I'll stay here, and that's what a, a lot of women put up with it. But on the other hand, women are planning an escape. Women yes, don't want to stay with that. They reach a point where, like, yo, I'm tired, and that's what she told me. Soon as somebody say out there, you're beautiful, and I can give you better than what he's doing. Mm-hmm. They're gonna give a listening air to that, and we men we yeah. think that ne- they're never gonna leave us, but mm-hmm. they will get tired and they will leave. I didn't talk to people who left after twenty five, thirty years. Mm, so it's a, it's a yeah. yeah, it's a it's a you know it's not a winning situation when you think you have uh, uh, another another um, woman on the outside or other women on the outside and you still got your wife, that's not a winning situation. And it's a dark, yeah. it's such a dark and miserable situation. And the man be miserable himself. So he keep yeah. going to woman to woman to kind of like hide the feeling of being miserable because he's miserable. Mm. Yeah. 
So I want to jump into another confession you have, Confession 13. Why did I like to sleep with other women? And you wrote, a cheating man is just bad-mannered, lacking in courtesy and credibility. They pay more attention to what they're missing rather than what they have and end up losing everything. Now, do you go out here and talk to these men and share your story? Do they share their stories of what they're going through? And is there some type of support system out here? Because there are so many men out here that are hurting, but because of the pride, they won't share. They won't. See, the thing is, you have to come. The reason I wrote the book in a manner that I wrote the book with when um, I'm speaking about the episodes and and what I did with the women and and how I finessed them and 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 how I how good I treated them and what I actually did to them in the bedroom. See, that was a door. I knew I had to write like that for people to even pay attention. Cause men don't want to mm. hear. Look, you gotta change. You gotta stop cheating on your wife. Ah, man, I don't want to hear that. I wish I could get rid of my wife. That's what men be telling mm-hmm. me on a, on a regular basis. Um, mm. And that's a lot of men, not just one and two. I'm talking about most men who who I try to sell a book to. They end up buying it, ah, I give it to my wife. Or they say, mm-hmm. I buy it to support you, but I can't let my wife read this. Because right, right. I can see that. Yeah, it will cause her to start asking questions. And if she's being mm-hmm. quiet, guess what? I want to keep her quiet. Now, I, I, I support you. I support your, your hustle, and, you know, as they say. I support your hustle, but I can't take this book home. So they end up leaving it in the car, but she end up finding it anywhere and reading it. And then start asking questions like, yo, you bought the book. <laughs> you need to read it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I try to talk to men. I try to talk to men, but um, I'm more like trying to be an example. Because when you be an example, they, they, they pay attention. And they they actually look. Uh, he going to slip. Wait, let a girl walk by him. He going to slip. He going to try to holler at her. But mm-hmm. praise be to God, I'm past that stage. You know what I'm saying? So I know it's important for me to live what I write. Live when I confess. I can't just write about it and not live it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Now, there are some words, some harsh words that you describe yourself in this book. You say that you are mentally sick, you're broken, and you talk about you were damaged, and because you were damaged, you would damage other individuals. What was your turning point, Raw? What was that point that said, I'm sick. I got to get this fixed because at one point in the book, you were talking about you were taking. I think it was Viagra, and so you were taking that <laughs> every day. Um, talk to, yeah. I was just like, what <laughs> in the world? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was a sick. You know, the thing was that was a sick. That was really a sick period, right? Because I, I was literally, I, I really was like Eminem, like it. So, my heart was, my chest was hurting. I never knew why my chest was hurting. I was Gosh. like, okay, calm down. You know what I'm saying? It was tearing me up. And, and the oh. effects of that, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to clear that out, my system, so to speak. You know what oh, I'm saying? I, I don't use it now, but I'm just thinking, um, I felt that I had to to please these other women. Um, mm-hmm. I, more than I try to please my wife, because and I didn't care if you were satisfied. As long as I, you know, I came home, I laid with you, I played with you a little bit, 
hell. Good night, baby. Uh, she she felt content with that. I thought she was content, mm-hmm. but she she really was unhappy. Yeah. But right, right. I'm thinking that I'm doing something by coming home, still you know trying to satisfy her. But I became mm-hmm. weak at home, and she wanted more. She was like, "Uh, that's the, so that's all you got, so you can do all that running mm-hmm. in the street, and this is what mm-hmm. you're bringing me." So a woman get tired of that, and and I was doing it by habit. It wasn't always by I needed to do it. I was doing it by habit. It was, eh, I'm a, I'm gonna meet so and so later. So let me go and throw that in my system right now. So later on, when I'm with them, oh, you ready? Gosh, you ready, baby? Oh yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. But oh my goodness, in the world, yeah, they ain't know I was taking the the the, um, the sick pill. I call it. They ain't know I was taking right, that. right. Oh, you the man. You know what I'm saying? They said, yo, he rocking me. You know, you know, and 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 it did something to me. Like I love yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't want you know that was the past. I don't want to, you know. Right, right. That was that. the past. We're gonna oh, leave that oh, in the you past. Know, you are a changed yeah. man now. But we're, yeah. I just wanted yeah. to just briefly discuss that because that was that sick mentality that you had that you were just gonna keep up with everything and everybody, and you were an equal opportunist cheater. You you didn't have like a type. Yeah. You had you know you was doing yeah, yeah. everybody. Yeah. There was and no so. Type. There was no type. If the tree would have moved wrong, if the tree would have moved wrong at that time, the tree probably would have got it. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Not the tree. Not the tree, bro. Not the tree. That was a joke. I know. I know. I know. And then at some point, you got both women pregnant. Your wife was pregnant. Your mistress was pregnant. But you know what I do want to talk about? There was one point in this book where you felt bad you really i mean not it was several it was several times in the book you felt bad but the one time um you really felt bad and you were in a room with one of the girls and you said no i'm not going to do it you were tired of hurting your wife and you left and i really thought i was rooting for you my brother i was like he really want to do this he wants to get it together he wants to fix it at home and you stopped you did not do anything that night and then come find out later on, you started it up again. It was sort of like you wanted to do the right thing, but you just couldn't do the right thing. Was that the yeah. feeling you had? The contradiction. I, I was living a contradiction. Yeah. It's like because yeah. I was still like, and this is crazy, I was still like God conscious, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But being God conscious, and, and, and I learned this too, being God conscious and God fearing is two different things. Everybody mm-hmm. know God exists, yeah, mm-hmm. but do you fear Him and love Come Him enough now. to stop yeah. doing yeah. what you're doing? See, and mm-hmm. once I stop praying, that stopped the consciousness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That stopped the fear. See, the fear, the love, the prayer brings mm-hmm. you closer to God. So once you stop praying. You you get further from God, and the further the way you are from God, the more conscious, the less conscious you become, or or care about what you're doing, because you don't mm-hmm. think about there's going to be consequences for this. And yeah, once you yeah. get that, there's no consequences for my actions out of our mind, then we're going to be reckless, and that's yeah. what made me reckless because I stopped being conscious 
or I stopped caring about what God thought. It was always mm-hmm. about what I thought and what I wanted. So what God wanted for me, eh, I'm okay right now. Let me just keep uh, pacifying my desires. Right, right, right. So, Raw, you know, women listen to my show all the time. Women are going through obstacles and struggles in their lives, and they are on the verge of giving up because their man is cheating on them or their husband or their husband is out here betraying them or they just found out about a betrayal. Um, what advice would you give that sister that knows that their spouse is cheating and they are miserable at home? What advice would you would you give her? Keep hanging on, or or or, or leave, or no, what would you say to no, her? No, I would never. Um, one advice I would never tell a person is to leave, um, to divorce. Now, separation that's something different, but yeah. to divorce, see, you have to talk to the man and let the man know. Look, I know that you are cheating. And you're hurting me. Not only are you hurting me, you're destroying our family. And I will not. But wait a minute, Raw. I'm going to have to interject. I'm going to have to interject right now because isn't that what your first wife did to you? She did that to you. She said that to you, and you still continued. But you, no, listen. I know, I know, but I ain't tired of, I ain't tired of leaving. But, you know, that's what (laughs) she wrote. But. You, but but the truth is, you gotta have force behind your words, and you gotta stand upon it. But not only mm. that, when she, you have to let a person know when you're in a relationship and we are about to get married and all that stuff. Look, I'm not tolerating cheating. See, the thing is, mm-hmm. a lot of people go into a relationship wrong. So if you go into a relationship wrong, and then later on you're going to try to tell me, hey, you got to stop cheating or I'm leaving you, eh, so what? Mm-hmm. But you have to go into the relationship right. Look, this is what I'm standing upon. We stand in the point. Mm-hmm. Even though people in the church or in religious folks, they, they still cheat on their wives. But you still got to oh, yeah. get out of ground. Look, this, this is not what I'm going for. So mm-hmm. if I don't, if you don't value me enough to be truthful to me and to stop cheating, I'm leaving you. I just want you to know I'm leaving you. It's going to be hard. I know it's going to be hard for the woman to say that, but she has to really say that and mean it. Because women to say that, you cheat again, look at that, look at that. Oh, you already given me the door right there. If you cheat, if you cheat again, I'm going to leave you. If you cheat again. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they told them, go ahead, cheat again. Basically, mm. tell us, go ahead and cheat again and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 so you're giving me an ultimatum? So he's going to do it out of pride. He's going to do it out of mm-hmm. pride. So you have to really put your feet down. But the, the advice that I give the woman is you sit. You sit with your man and you tell him the problem and how it is affecting you and how it's affecting the family and how it can change the dynamics of our whole marriage if you don't stop mm-hmm. cheating. Yeah, yeah. And, so and so when did you turn around? When did you decide to get it together? When did you say, I'm not going to cheat again, I'm going to do this the right way? You mean after I lost my wife? Were you talking about while I was in, the yeah. re- in my marriage? 
when was that when was that turning point? It was after I lost my wife. Okay. It was okay. after okay. The way um it ended with me and my wife is she started seeing somebody. Mhm. And she said, Look, I have a friend now and um I'm not in love with you no more. She literally told me, I am not in love with you no more. So if you want to keep on doing what you're doing, just do it. Just do it. Just let me go. If that's what you mm-hmm. want to do, do it. I don't care. Look, I'm happy. I got a friend. You know, wait a minute. You got a friend. We married. Mm-hmm. See, see mm-hmm. Men, men can't take it. Mm-hmm. Men can't mm-hmm. take what they dish out. No mm-hmm. man can mm-hmm. take what they dish out. Let a woman come yeah. home and say, look, I have a friend now, so all the times you're staying out late, let me know if you're going to stay out late so I can go see my friend. If a woman tell a man that, a man would go crazy. A man would probably stay in the house with you saying something like that. Yeah. But the thing is, she told me, look, I have a friend, so if that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it. As long as you take care of your children, take care of your children, and I'm good. Yeah. So it yeah. got me wondering. I'm out. I'm out. And I'm like, I'm calling her. She's not picking up the phone. Guess what? I'm going home early tonight. I'm going in a little early. You know, and, oh, you went kind of early. Yeah, yeah. Then this is a little slow, but hey, what's for dinner? I'm home. Because now mm-hmm. I'm trying to save. I'm trying to save. Well, it's too late. I but it's too late. Yeah. It's too late. It's too late. And because uh, once a woman is tired, she's tired. And once she already yeah. tell you, go ahead, I got a friend. Keep doing what you're doing. By that time, she didn't already made plans to get away from you. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was the so, point where you decided you wanted to do it right. So the next time, because you are remarried, and yeah. you decided to go into this relationship, this marriage, the right way. Is that correct? Yes, correct. But the changing point was not just the relationship aspect with the woman. It was the relationship that I lost with God. I know mm-hmm. I know that if I turn to him, he'll forgive me. Because all along I was thinking I was too filthy to turn to him and say, forgive me. That's what I kept telling myself. Uh, I can't. I can't pray now because I'm, you know, I, I'm dirty. I'm dirty, right, and right. I kept telling myself this. And the more I kept telling myself, the the deeper I got in sin. See, we don't want to associate cheating with sin. We think cheating is mm-hmm. just, eh, I'm cheated so what? But it's sin. Absolutely. And sin pollutes us. It destroys the soul. But yeah. we're yeah. not concerned with our soul because we just live so much for the, for the world. Satisfying that flesh. Satisfying yes. that flesh. And, 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 and we forget all about our soul. We forget about all the damage that we're doing to our soul. So I had to repair my soul. And I know repairing my soul, I had to reconnect with God. So that, yeah. was, that yeah. was my changing point, reconnecting with God. Because, yes, I dabbled with other relationships after I got divorced. But I reached a point like, oh, wait a minute, I got to stop this. So I was in a relationship, let's say maybe for three years, and I was like, eh, I can't touch you unless I, unless we're going to get married. 
But unfortunately, that relationship that I was in, it didn't lead to the marriage because of, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever reasons, it, it didn't lead to marriage. But I still mm-hmm. pre- protected my my um my celibacy. I, I just stayed celibate. And I was celibate up like four years until I got married. Really? And, yeah, I was. Uh, so I was, after all um, the so, cheating, after all the <laughs> cheating, you decided to be celibate until your next marriage. I got married. Yes, and well, I was, I was celibate. Ain't there something? Yeah, it's, it's, but it's, it's, see again, it's that it's that fear and it's that love. It's, you yeah. gotta associate the fear and the love together, and you gotta have that of God because if, if, if you're yeah. not fearing God, you're challenging God. It's even yeah, one or the yeah. other. You're going to challenge God or you're going to fear God. And fear is akin to love. So you fear yeah. him, you love him. You love him enough to fear him. And that's what I had to put in my heart. And, and I know that my heart had to change because I'm, I'm still in my flesh. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm still uh, prone to sin, so to speak. But yeah. my choices, my choices are, are different because now my, my choices are based on my love and approval of God. I love it, love it, love it, love it. Well, that has been our time, Raw. Oh, my goodness. And I got still got all these sticky notes in this book. That's why I said we're going to have to do this in two parts because I know once we um, release this show, we're going to get so many questions. And then uh, I can see you coming back just answering questions for individuals because folks cool. want to know. That's- yeah, yeah. So, Raw, how can people um, purchase the book? How can I know they can get it on Amazon, they can get it on your website, but tell the listeners one more time how they can reach out to you as well. Okay, if you want to reach out to me direct, um, you can get me on Facebook, Rajae Abdullah, that's R-A-J-A-E-E, Abdullah, A-B-D-U-L-A, um, off the Rajae on Instagram. Um, W W um, for my sons publishing. That's the number four. My sons publishing dot com because I have four sons, so that's what made me think of that. For my sons uh, publishing dot com, or you can call me direct eight zero four two five one one. I can send awesome. the book out to you the next day if you order it. Me is you know just different ways. Um, you can get in contact with me. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for stopping by the show today. It's been fun. It was like we chatted and we were old friends. So thank you yes, so much yes. for your transparency thank, thank you for and for sharing me. your thank story. You. Yes, You're ma'am. more than thank welcome. You for me. Uh, more you than welcome. All right, listeners, that has been the time for today. Woo, woo, woo. I need to go drink some water. (laughs) This book right here, um, it reads like a novel, but it is for mature audiences, so I will let you know that right now. Um, It is called In the Bed of a Broken Man, the Untold Truth About Why Husbands Cheat and Abandon Their Family. Damaged people, damaged people. Go on Amazon or for number four, My Sons publishing.com support um this effort support what he's doing um and and find out why did he cheat why did he do what he did um in the way that he did it so it's his story it's his truth now 
So if you're going through something, if you're dealing with something, I just want you all to know that God is in control. He is in control. And you may be listening right now and you may feel like you're on the verge of giving up. And and this um, interview right here may have uncovered some wounds and, and, and took you back and, and released a trigger or two from the hurt and the pain that you have dealt with. But I do want you to know that God is a healer. He is a healer. All right, listeners, God bless you. Thanks so much for stopping by and hanging out with us. I hope you were blessed. I know I was blessed as well. Um, Real, raw, and authentic. That's what that was, and that is from Raw. That's his name is Raw, in the bed of a broken man. All right, I never say goodbye. I always say until next time, God bless you, and have a super, super fabulous evening and don't forget to check us out online breatheagainmagazine.org or you can connect with me at nicoleconline.com you can find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram um, at Breathe Again or at Nicole C online. Share the show with somebody. Let somebody know that they don't have to stay broken and they don't have to stay where they are at and they will make it. God bless you and have a super, super fabulous evening. <laughs>